Welcome to another episode of r slash nuclear revenge. Catfish thief after having my wallet and cell phone stolen, then destroy their life. When I was in college, I had my wallet stolen. This is where my 6 month revenge story begins. At the beginning of the fall semester, I was working out in the college gym one morning and realized when I returned that my wallet was not in my pants that I had left in my locker. Assuming that I just left it in my dorm, I didn't think too much about it and went to lunch. When I got to the dining hall for lunch and sat down with some friends, I heard that some other people who had been to the gym recently were missing things watches, cell phones, wallets, etc. One of my best friends was missing his phone, and we realized we had been robbed and spent the rest of the meal bleaching about gym security and just accepting our fate. I later learned this sort of theft from the gym locker rooms had been going on for months this is important later. Later in the evening we were sitting around playing FIFA, and tried calling my buddy's phone just to see what would happen. It rang. The idiot thief didn't turn off the phone. And we basically called him 100 times because we knew there was a limited amount of time to get in touch before the phone died. This was before find my phone was as widespread as it is today. So we were bummed when the thief never answered the phone. About to give up. I received a text on my phone reading what the duck stop calling me. Perfect. I text back saying that I was trying to reach my buddy who had had his phone stolen. And that I had recently lost my wallet as well. No response. I text again saying I don't really care about the cash or the wallet, but my it was going to be a pain to replace because I am from a state halfway across the country. The thief starts texting back, and to be honest I was surprised by how empathetic he was being with me about getting robbed. I started sending friendlier and friendlier texts, saying things like, you're actually a pretty cool guy and I get why you would steal these things just laying around. When he apologized directly I was like forgive and forget man. Don't worry about it. At this point, my only goal was to get my ad back. After texting for a while, I realized that the only way this guy would meet up is if he had something to gain. So I started asking over text if I could pay him for the stolen stuff. He wasn't very interested in that, probably because we didn't offer enough money. But eventually the conversation led to drugs. Now... This was after like 10 days of texting back and forth. So it wasn't super abrupt because we had talked about parties drinking smoking pot. We were essentially catfishing this guy to believe we were friends so there is a lot of filler conversation I am leaving out. The surprising part about his drug offer though was that he wanted to sell me acid. Which was pretty hardcore based on the conversation so far. I'm not a knock. But the acid dealer slash grand larceny combo made me realize this guy is making 100% of his income off of criminal activities. At this point I thought I might be in over my head. So I went to the campus public safety to see if they could help. Here was my pitch. I am in contact with a guy who has been stealing from students at the gym. And I am setting up a drug sting. I want your help. Their response was, what the duck? You cannot do this. Fine. Looks like we have to go rogue. I leave campus safety and proceed setting up a drug deal. With the idea that we will pay him cash for the return of stolen good and some drugs. He has pretty specific instructions. Because I think he realized he might stand to get his ass beat by showing up to a place full of people he had robbed. His instructions were for us to leave cash under a trash can in the middle of campus. And he would then throw away our stuff in the trash in a recognizable yellow bag. We were never supposed to see his face. I say that plan sounds great. 
Let's do it tomorrow. The next day comes and I skip all my classes. I called a friend who had grown up in the area and gone to the public high school near my college. And then called another friend with a dorm room overlooking the trash can where the deal was to go down. Then the stakeout began. We watched for like 3 hours while listening to stand up comedy in the dorm room and ducking around. It was a fun reason to skip class. Finally I get a text from the guy that warns me to not try anything funny because he was with a friend with a knife. Sure enough, we see a skinny white kid carrying a yellow bag approaching the trash can along with a short, squat guy in a big hoodie. I call the stolen cell phone, and can see the guy pick up. The next words I said were a total lie, and probably risky to our overall plan, but ended up working out. Hey man. I called the cops and they are on campus looking for a guy with a yellow bag. There's no cash under the trash can. But if I were you I would ditch the bag and get out of here. He cussed me out, dropped the bag where he stood, and started running into the woods. What he didn't realize is that we were only like 30 feet away in a second story dorm room and my friend from the area recognized him from the relatively small high school they both attended. She was like holy shit it's Cletus. Obviously I am using a fake name here, but honestly Cletus is not that far off from the hillbilly ass name this dude actually had. We go down to collect the yellow bag, and find my id, credit cards, my friend's id, and no drugs. The lack of drugs was kind of a relief when the next part of this story started going down. It is also important to note that my friend's cell phone was not returned in the yellow bag even though that was the original deal. So now I have what I need for real revenge. I skip campus safety this time and go straight to the actual police. And tell them the whole story. Minus the drugs part. I give them the returned stolen goods. The phone number and some account information for the stolen phone. And the name of the thief. The stolen goods and the name were the only things they really needed to go find this guy. But the phone really sealed the deal for poor Cletus because they ended up finding it on him. I give my statement to the police get my id, and my friend gets his phone. All of this happened over a few weeks. We celebrate our victory, and life goes on. Six months later, I get a letter in the mail. It turned out that Cletus' home had a shit ton of drugs in it, and a shit ton more of items reported stolen by students. A lot of the stuff stolen from my classmates was returned, and I was given notice that a restraining order had been filed on my behalf that was to keep Cletus 500 yards away from me. I wasn't too worried about keeping my distance though, because the letter also informed me that Cletus would be spending the next 36 months in prison for the shit they found in his home I would be long graduated and out of dodge by the time he was released. The final kicker was that I also received a check for just around $180 for the wallet and cash stolen from me that were never recovered, paid for by hours of labor from sweet, sweet Cletus, TLDR, guy robs me and a friend. We catfish him into becoming our friends, arrange a meet up, and duck his life up. The time my dad's friends crushed a guy's hands for harming me. So all this happened 2-3 months ago so sorry for the limited details. Context, my dad has earned a lot of respect in our local area as he will always help his friends with anything they need so without exaggeration there are a fairly large number of regulars at our local pub that would happily do the same for him. And I mean it as they would most likely happily go to prison to look after my parent, my sister and me. Anyways, I do a lot of walking, 
both when home and at uni, and I was walking through our local park at home and I noticed someone following me. Basically I'm more or less breaking it as I'm not willing to get my phone out in case he takes it and I'm in the least populated area of the park where we are the only two people. I decide to speed up so that hopefully more people will act as a deterrent. The guy starts talking bullshit to me saying he needs help as his brother got stabbed. I knew he was talking rubbish as he was perfectly calm and relaxed and I walked past him 2 minutes ago chatting with his mate. I tell him to leave me alone and he kicks out at me taking my legs away and making me basically land with my full weight on my left knee. God that hurt when my adrenaline ran out. I got up because I didn't want to be kicked to a pulp and made my way over to a dog walker who had just entered this area of the park. He allowed me to get to the cafe where I called my sister. She and my mum come pick me up from there and took me home. I put an ice pack on my ankle because him booting it as hard as he could made it bend wrong. Could still use it so knew it was fine. Anyways, my mum called my dad who was at the pub with his mates, the ones who are willing to do anything to keep my sister and I safe. My mum relayed a very basic description from me to him and not long later he was home due to worry. My ankle kept seizing up by sitting on the sofa so I got up and helped my mum with dinner. At this point it seizing up was more painful than standing. While helping I went to get something from the fridge. Our fridge is in the lounge right next to the kitchen but not actually in the kitchen. And my dad pulled me aside and said that his friends had caught up to the guy that did it and got revenge for me. They asked if he had gotten into an altercation with someone in the park. He said yes and they threw him to the ground stomped on his hands and phone and threw his earphones down the drain. Fallout. Every time I walk through that park, especially that bit of it which I've only gone through twice in nearly 3 months, I get irrationally nervous and pay extreme amounts of attention to everyone I see. Never saw him again though. I have also been left with a knee that hurts every now and then as well as if I accidentally bend it in certain ways that are usually fine again I'm not worried about it as. While at uni, I walk nearly 10 miles a day and only occasionally need to stop to let it rest. Moral of this story. Don't duck with people if you don't think you can deal with a group of alcohol-fueled Londoners who are protective of your victim and his family. Edit. Silver. Cool. Thanks kind human. Ex-boss assaulted me and invokes the wrath of my friend. I spent two years working for a particular boss, who I'll call Dan. Dan was, and almost certainly still is, the most unacceptable human being I have ever had the displeasure of encountering. He was a compulsive liar, a narcissist, short-tempered, unethical, unreasonable, unintelligent, and abusive. I once witnessed him spend half an hour shouting at a salesman for wearing shoes that Dan didn't approve of, not inappropriate shoes, mind you, but just ones that Dan didn't like. The salesman in question could have gone home and changed his shoes in the time that Dan spent cursing him out and belittling him. He also sold a client secondhand computers, claiming they were new, and priced as new ones. This man not only assaulted me, but verbally and emotionally abused me for the better part of two years, and did everything in his power to keep me under his thumb. He constantly micromanaged me, to the point of just dictating to me what I should write in an email to a client. If it wasn't done exactly his way, it wasn't correct. I had to argue with him just to get a goddamn sick day, even though I'm legally entitled to it. I was woefully underpaid, and on call 2-4. 7. This made it difficult for me to find other employment. 
and is one of the reasons I stayed as long as I did. He made my life absolutely miserable, and I developed a bit of a drinking problem as a result. I recently watched a presentation on domestic violence, and his behavior is a textbook case of what DV abusers do. I could go on and on about the things that this man did to be the biggest a-hole he could be, but this is pro revenge, not bad badbusses. So I'll get to the story. One day, Dan and I had a disagreement about something. I was right, and I had the emails to prove it, and I was frankly fed up with his bullshit. I told him I wouldn't be going to work because I was taking a sick day. He proceeded to shove me down to the ground. He's a big guy, probably one of the reasons he's gotten away with being the human garbage he is for so long, and starts trying to strangle me. I was able to fend him off and escape. And after I did I filed a police report, there were no witnesses, so that was going to go nowhere. He actually had one of his other subordinates make a claim that the alleged assault didn't happen, and said subordinate wasn't there at the time. So false report. I naturally told everyone I knew, and all his clients that contacted me afterward. I was their primary IT support, so quite a few of them had my personal number, that I had filed a police report against him for assault. I specifically said it that way because unlike simply claiming that he assaulted me, telling people I filed a report was unarguably true and not slanderous. A lot of his clients were already not happy with the services he provided, internet and PBX, so that certainly turned a lot of them off of renewing their contracts. A very close family friend of mine, Carol, was naturally one of the first to hear about the assault. I left the country about a month later in search of better opportunities. But my friend remained, and became the chairman of the board of trustees for the body corporate of the neighborhood where Dan lived. A body corporate is basically like a hoa, but with different laws governing them. She set her sights on making his life hell. Dan had a broken down car, that had been broken down for over a year at that point. He never had the money to fix it, because he is a shitty businessman who never seemed to realize that his business model had really tiny profit margins, and the rules of the neighborhood were changed to force broken down cars to be towed away. If the owner didn't tow it, the body corporate would, and charge the owner, and fine them. So Dan was fined a few times, not small amounts either, and when he was fined, he did what he always does when things don't go his way, throw a ducking tantrum while having no leg to stand on. The tantrum in this case was several expletive filled emails to the body corporate, which is just such a great way to endear yourself to someone who already hates you, which got him fined again for breaking the conduct code. This, combined with the loss of revenue for his business, has led to him not having any substantial income for over half a year now. He has no car, nor the money to buy one. Several of his big clients are definitely not going to renew contracts with him, and he appears to no longer have any staff in his employ. Nobody's seen anyone coming to his house in months now, and the body corporate is pressuring his landlord to evict him. He's well and truly ducked. I'm living happily in another country now, and got an awesome job that pays 20 times what working for him did. Yes, really, 20 times more money. That's how little I made under him. Too long didn't read. Boss assaults me and thanks to a friend of mine. His business failed and he is on the verge of eviction. Edit. First silver. Thank you. Kind mystery donor. Ro. You made it to the end. You're a ducking beast. I'll cut you a deal. Smash like and subscribe for more curated content more It's free and that's a great price.